this is why I just have some things that I need to get off my chest. You know, everybody knows I'm an avid Lauren Hill fan. Like, the woman don't gotta ask, she just has to be herself. And yes, I will change the fucking plan for her interest. Like, I feel pretty strongly about it. Um, and that's, you know, that's that thing, that's that good mix, that knowledge that resides in one's soul and the, their ability to articulate it, to bring it to the forefront, and to empower others through it. And there's this fucking debt, you know. I was listening to Barack Obama's talk about revolutions in the Middle East, uh, you know, the rejection of the CIA imposing an interest, imposing democracy and decision cultivated from the roots. Cultivated from the roots. Inspired in Tunisia phenomenally by Miss Lauren Hill. And I think about that and I think about uh, the debt that's attached to her. Man, this woman inspired democracy without your hand twisting and turning without borrowing the repercussions from the future that would come once word got the fuck out that the U.S. was trying to superimpose democracy on brown people again, on people of color again, on people who are Orientals, on quote-unquote others. Like, you don't think that's worth wiping her fucking debt for? Y'all think you're being reasonable on that shit? The whole tax evasion shit? I'm just, it's just a thought I'm having, but it just sounds like a fucking kind of fair trade-off, you know. And that's just what she did in Tunisia. That's just what she inspired in Tunisia. You know, let's not talk about what she inspired in me and all of my cousins and cousin sisters across this fucking land in the 90s, in the 2000s. And people to think critically about how they own facets of themselves in the world around them, whatever that they claim, how they use that to then raise children rights. Like there's just, there's so much, there's so, so much. The US is at a great debt to that woman. You really are. 
You really, really are. And you never really acknowledged her for it. You never really acknowledged her for it. Anyhow, I was listening to her and, you know, she talks about having these kind of revelations, this consciousness of the degradation of her body as a, as a black woman and this, you know, this social fabric stained with the practices of misogynals, people who hate black women, never want to fucking acknowledge them, never want to give power to them, never want to show that respect. And I'm thinking, man, while I'm listening to it, all of these fucking cunts, like my whole life, my whole, whole fucking life, you know, I have this cousin native side a man passed some time ago I remember standing at the fucking funeral trying to be supportive knowing that it was in the months before his past that he was down there trying to hit on me and this has happened over and over and over and over again throughout my life, you know. Just kind of have to sit and grin and bear it. Don't want to be impolite or upset anyone. And normally with friends or strangers or acquaintances or in a work situation, probably with people who are very close to me, like my sisters, you know, I'll be very straight out about it. All right, can't, no, you've done that. Now I'm going to make a kind out of you and go and tell you woman, period. And I don't know why I didn't in that situation. I think I might have threatened him. Like, keep going, counting on until fucking so and so. And then watch them all stand up like, you know, good honorable family members <laughs> the next day. And then show up at the fucking funeral. Like, knowing this. Knowing this. The woman's heart is broken. She's lost her life partner, and he is someone who is well-respected, and there are these beautiful words that tumble forth and feel the acoustic of the church, so, so pretty. And the private moments where we sit up all night because the portals are open, spirits will come and go, and messengers will come. Native side. and drink tea and just comfort each other, you know. 
or well, whatever happens to their family. When their family members die, that's what we do. When my father dies, they didn't show the fuck up or say anything. But please don't stop me. <coughs> Excuse me. The fucking back end of this cold, like my throat has been throbbing. It's so sore. And do you know the kind of cognitive dissonance that you have to exist in to sit in groupings like that with pedophiles and people's husbands fucking hitting on you at these truly soul-crushing moments and act like it's all motherfucking good and act like it's all good and do it for love, you know? Do it because I love this woman I love this woman, she used to delouse my hair when I was young. It was, uh, you know, I had like this large fro. And it was just, it was a lot for people to care for. People weren't skilled in knowledge about looking after African hair. Like it, my hair dropped later, but when I was young, I had a straight solid fro. And she used to delouse me, spend hours, like hours, like fucking, it would take two or three days to go through my hair, my thick hair, and delouse it, remove the lice. Man, I just, like I'm using this example, I'm using this example but it, it happened a number of times and you know because we only come together for certain occasions, come, come together for someone's birthday, a wedding. And so it would be occasions like that, you know? And I would have to exist with this dissonance, you know? This cognitive dissonance, disassociated from the truth of the fucking world around me to feed this bullshit little happy picket fence fairy tale to serve the interest of respectability politics. Like, do you know the type of thing that does to someone? Like, when you're young, you don't really 
you just like, ah, oh, kind of rolls off your fucking back. You get old and you start to realize the seriousness of it and that you've been carrying this fucking burden for a man and their fucking betrayal and their disrespect. And you've been doing this not because you love or give a fuck about the man, but because you love the female in the situation. Half them counts will never know. They will never, never know the burden that I fucking carry. This dead county couldn't even fucking send me a text when my father died. These dead counts you couldn't send a fucking rose. You'll know I grew up with a rose garden. It's a true story. I had a rose garden, like quite literally. And I would pluck the entire petals of fucking roses and spread them on the ground as I fucking walked to a car. Red roses and pink roses and white roses. Like quite literally. I would learn to make my own perfumes with them. Spend a lot of fucking time alone. A lot of time alone. Being cultivated into this idea, this imagery, right? This. <laughs> like, it's like a subculture of my personhood. Yeah, these cunts, you couldn't be bothered. Could not be bothered to say, lift, do anything. Like, I had a really, really important time in my life. Really fucking important. I was so, really important. I was so fucking narcissistic. So wrapped up in their own shit. They tried to organize me around their interest to make me subordinate to the pedophile protector that they supported. I just had all this shit in my head, like, you know, wow. I just had all this shit in my head about... about Vader and what the fuck he went through. Like a reckoning, it was a very powerful reckoning. Like in terms of the context 
of what the fuck's been happening to us for like five generations. Brainwashed, subjugated, enslaved, trafficked, sex trafficked. Over and over fucking again. I had no fucking idea, you know, he kept all this really very quiet, but he was very much persecuted, he was. And I know that there was only certain moments that he talked about, you know, his belief in voodoo. And you know that like this whole fucking small mind, small town mentality, small, small, small mind, small town. Acting like they're so fucking perfect and above everybody. And it was like the most. Talking about fucking healing, how they got to fix other currents. <laughs> and I'm, you know, sitting and listening and with this consciousness of this. Observing how they feel somehow entitled to interject their bullshit into my life. Knowing full fucking well that that had happened. <laughs> Knowing that they're feeding themselves a fucking delusion. And they've never really come to terms with it. And all these years, I carried that fucking guilt for them. And they really just thought I was something that needed to be fixed or whitened or made more like them. And humiliated. Humiliated and or put in my place at any point. My phenotype didn't please them. And we were mocked relentlessly, mocked relentlessly for our fuzzy wuzzy hair. and our big lips mocked relentlessly. Humiliated at every fucking turn.
humiliated at every fucking turn. So you can imagine my shock when I seek knowledge of my heritage and find there these people who hate themselves, who have this bizarre bleaching syndrome, like literally self-assimilating through miscegenation. as the icon of beauty, <laughs> where lies my heritage. And that with that is a continuity of denial and disrespect that then burdens my children. And I wonder, my gorgeous daughters tolerated the same thing from these so-called good fucking people, the people that everybody should aspire to be like, the people who fix people like me, put me in my place. Like, man, motherfuckers have no idea how warped they are from my eyes. From my eyes, they have no fucking idea how warped they are, how hypocritical and double fucking standard. And I see all of this shit trying to mirror, quote unquote, mirror me back to me. Bitch, you could not be me. You could not be me in my worst moment or my fucking best moment. So I'm not really sure what the fucking effort, you know, while that's into that. And I think everybody should learn to fucking love and be themselves. But I see a lot of people who are giving validity to that as well. That shameless validity. Shameless. Like, really, motherfucker? You know the real person who's behind that? Behind that idea? behind that spark of genius and you're over here peddling discount and you think I'm going to sit down like we all call about that and just take one for the fucking team the team I don't seem to fucking matter in yeah, nah, that's, that's not how we're going to do it. You need to wake the fuck up to yourselves. You really do. You need to get a grip on what you are and what you're doing and the bullshit you're trying to feed into yourselves and into others. And you need to start giving respect 
and giving credit where respect and credit is due. So to revert back to the beginning of this narrative where I spoke about Lauren Hill, it is my recommendation that her debt to the state is wiped. And perhaps someone should take that medal off Ellen's neck and place it where it deserves to be. And the disrespect to Ellen, I quite like her to be honest. But kindness is one thing. It's necessary and it's beautiful. And some of us grow up in spaces where we can afford to be lovely and kind all the time and have an abundance of wealth given. And there are those of us who just speak fire from our soul. And it's not always pretty and it won't always make you feel good. But what it should do is raise some level of awareness that one, you're not in this fucking world alone. There are eight billion people on the planet and we are different. We are diverse and we are beautiful. And we have a lot to offer. And we've done much regardless of whether we're recognized or not. Like you're not, need to stop feeding that bullshit for real. And the other thing she does is confront those fallacies and speak that truth into the world where the shadow falls, the shit you don't want to see, the shit you don't want to come to terms with with respect to the failures of your own system. And that is so worth respecting.